0: Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to Freelance Bristol Mum, showcasing and supporting talented mums in business. I'm Faye Dicker and with a brand new year ahead of us, I thought now was a good time for to pretty much declutter. Try and create that brand new space that you've been dying to work in. So with that in mind, I caught up with Alison Armitage. She's an interior designer who just has a real eye for detail and a practical head and know-how too. In particular, she loves working with mums who work from home and just knows how to create the perfect living space. In
1: fact, it would seem it's a gift that she's almost had from childhood. From a very young age, I I don't think I could, (laughs) on on, um, record, say that I was a naturally tidy child because I don't think I was. I don't think my mum would ever say that I was. I mean, I was always interested in colour, and so the Christmas present that I wanted when I was a child was always those 91 rainbow felt tip pens. And I was always very good at jigsaw puzzles, way beyond my years. And I can remember as a child also moving the big heavy furniture around with my grandmother in her house. Those are the key things that I, I go back to and I remember. I mean, I've never studied French shui. I think a lot of the principles of French shui I do naturally. I mean, I've got a very good spatial ability is being able to see in people's homes, see 3D. It's just like a big jigsaw puzzle. They're just making making all the pieces come together really nicely. I love the feeling of space. I love the feeling um, when you get that space that... Your shoulders just come down and you can relax. You can come home from work or you can come home from picking the children up from school and you feel fantastic. It's just like you walk into your home and it feels like home. It wasn't until late in later life when I decided I wanted to go and get myself educated because I left school with only two O-levels thinking that I was really stupid. And it wasn't until I was so determined to go and get myself a degree that I was diagnosed as being dyslexic. And actually it was that that got me organised because I had to be organised to get myself through the course. Even, Even though previous to that I'd Moved on lots of occasions. I built my first home when I was 25. I did all that, but I didn't actually realise what I really wanted to do. So it wasn't until a little bit later in life that I could put it all together and decide, okay, this is what I want to do as a career. I built my first home, well, it wasn't the first home that I had, but the first home that I built when I was 25. I guess from then on, I'd moved on lots of occasions. I'd bought and sold a lot of properties, and I seemed to be very natural at selling my homes. I guess in those days there wasn't the word staging but actually staging them for sale and it just seemed easy and natural to me but I wanted to do it myself so I took myself off on a sitting guilds and... In soft furnishings and I learned how to do it all and it was that that was the the key trigger um, because I just loved all the colors and all the textures of all the fabrics it's just amazing and after a couple of years a a few things happened and I actually ended up doing um, a fine art degree these are my paintings on the wall so I did I did a fine art degree I did an interior design interior architecture course uh, PG cert and then I went on and did a master's degree in fine art. And at the time when I was doing all that studying, I had set up my own business and I was um, starting to do all the things, pulling it all together and trying to make sense of how I could serve other people doing it. I think over the years, I've obviously really enjoyed homes and putting homes together and everything connected with homes. I also have a great love of colour. I studied colour and specialised in colour for seven years. I When I was always torn between the two, between the fine art painting and uh, and the, the homes. I was always torn between the two, was going backwards and forwards all the time. And I just had to find a way of, do, of, of bringing it all together. But in actual fact, the, the fine art studying really helped the interior design. It I mean, now I look at spaces um, just like canvases in 3D, and it just feels so right. Everything that I do now just feels so right. I'm mindful of what I'm doing all the time. This house was I planned the storage before the walls went back up so the storage has been planned and built in. What people need to think about when they first move into their, their home is the storage that they have. They need to think if that is working and if it's not what can they do to make it work and once they get that right then everything else falls into place. Most people understandably don't think about the storage that they've inherited. They may think that they haven't got enough storage but in actual fact, it, it might be just that it's not the right type of storage, and so they live with it. And as more things come into the house, um, more things get pushed into the existing cupboards, and then uh, eventually it starts spilling out, and it, it just starts feeling not right. Starts you know draining your energy, making you feel lethargic, and it's just chaos. I guess you need to allow yourself the time and really um, make a plan of. The whole of your home, so you, what you what you need to be aiming for is that divine living space. Think of each room, giving each room a purpose. so you probably already know that um, but it's actually just um, putting it down on paper and then once you've got that then you can start looking at the things that you've got and where they're kept. So which room do they need to be kept in? I've usually got a good carpenter at hand um, and I, I'll get I'll get somebody to make me something that looks good but is really practical as well. And if I've got the space, then I'll build in a cupboard. And it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. MDF is very, very cheap, and carpenters are not that expensive. Homes are not supposed to be show houses. They're supposed to be homes. The key to having a nice home is getting those building blocks right from the beginning. And then when it needs to be tidied away, at the end of the day, it doesn't take that long. And I think you need to have designated spaces For children's toys, and then that's the limit. But obviously, the toys change as they get older, so it's just editing really regularly. After Christmas is a perfect time to just go through everything, and anything that's not of use anymore is to just let it go. Obviously, if you're keeping it for another child, then put it away somewhere. If you can get storage sort of like to categorise the things together, not only are you making things easier for you, categorising toys and putting things together and putting things away, but it's also teaching them how to do it too i mean if you've just got one living room which has to house you know the grown-up stuff and the children's stuff as well i would look at one corner for the children's toys at the end of the night it can all be um, put away really quickly and you can sit down and relax and enjoy your evening you need to be able to sit down and switch off when they've gone to bed i love it after christmas i love it in january when all the festivities are over and all the decorations are coming down and everything's been put away for the next year That is the best time to make a really good start. Really look at what you're left with after Christmas. Sort out all the the rubbishy bits and pieces. Look at everything that you've got and actually think, do I actually want to keep that? My best tip, I would say, is to really look at what you've got and really make a decision and actually, do you need to keep it? I mean, we all get presents that we don't like. And we know we're never going to use. And um, some people find it really, really hard. But what I would say is actually be really um, ruthless and be really truthful. And if you seriously hate it, never going to use it. Don't put it at the back of a cupboard. Take it to your local charity shop because somebody will make use of it. It's also a really good time to... Get rid of old things as well, to make space for the new things that you're keeping, um, those nice new shiny things. So really be be ruthless and, and get rid of the other things that you've got in your cupboards too. If it's too overwhelming, just start with a cupboard at a time. I, I always do it after Christmas, but I mean, I'm, I'm continually get, letting things go. I've always got a charity bag on the go and whenever I see something I think oh, I'm not using that anymore or just go straight in the charity bag but you if you've got a lot to do just start with a cupboard at a time especially yeah especially with young children growing, children growing up because you're always going to be um, having things that children are growing out of all the time I don't I don't want to go into people's homes and tidy them up but I can obviously see the classic mistakes that they're making and it's really hard for me and it might be you know paintings hang at the Hung at the right height or the wrong height. Um, Yeah, I mean, I do see it all, but I have to switch off from work. But obviously, you know, if people ask my advice, I'm happy to give it, but I wouldn't force myself onto people. I have an office, um, which is just next door. I do um, a lot of my office work and my coaching from there, I do a lot of coaching over Skype. I also um, travel and spend a lot of time in clients' homes too. So it it may be, you know, helping them get the storage right from the beginning. It may be once they've got that, um, helping them finish their home off and and getting them that divine living space, whether it's, you know, choosing the right colours, the right textures. A lot of people have a a room and it doesn't feel quite right. And it's amazing what you can do with paint colour. Um, just to get that right atmosphere. I offer online training which works really well. Um, it's quite a, a cost-effective way of helping people. Maybe um, a five or a six-week course and it can be one-to-one or it can be in groups as well. I also have a, a program that people can buy and, and access videos of me helping them to sort out their storage. So I mean al- although I do travel to different parts of the country, I do, will work with people over Skype that way too, and that includes the basics of um, getting the storage right, helping them get rid of the things that they actually don't need anymore, and how to store it, how to store it, how to organise it, how to get it right so that they their home starts to flow. And then once we've got that sorted out, then we we follow on with the interior design and getting their home feeling the way that they want it to be. One of the perks of my job is that the the amazement that people have when I finished working with them they are just they're just overwhelmed with excitement to start with they're overwhelmed because of the stuff they've got and they don't actually believe that they can get it how they would like it recently I worked with a lady um, down in Somerset and she um, had this large double garage full to the rafters of stuff and um, she wanted to turn it into a gym for her husband for a Christmas present I, I went down and helped her and she didn't I don't think she actually truly truly believed that we could we could get it done and actually achieve what, what what she wanted and she was absolutely bowled over and, and he absolutely loved it. I can walk into people's homes and, and see the space that they've got get to know how they live and how they work. I can then see what needs to happen and then come up with a plan and I can either help them input the plan or I can then just leave them with a plan and they can do it themselves I do offer um, a free one hour telephone um, coaching call which I help them get to the bottom of what's going on in their home and give them the starting blocks so they can go away and implement something straight away. Push chairs and buggies. I mean, I guess if you haven't got a porch or there's not, it's not possible for you to have a porch, then they are what they are, unfortunately. Um, the only thing that I would say is if you can put a hard surface down, so like either tile it or put a surface down that's washable, then that's going to make your life a lot easier. So they are what they are and they're there for a few years. Um, those few years will go really, really quickly. Um, in the meantime, that what you can do is just to make it as easy for yourself as possible to, to clean it up, a hard surface that's washable and sweepable. My husband is not naturally neat and tidy. We've been married four years now. When I first met him, it was like utter chaos and disorganization. And the key to all this is what I've already said before, is getting your systems in place, getting the right storage, and so that it's easy to put things away. He hasn't got a man drawer. Actually, no, he does. Yes, he does. In that basket down there, he, that, that's his basket and all these things go in there. He has got a shed and a garage. <laughs> And he actually needs some help. The garage is, well, we've not been here very long, just a few months. It it just needs some organisation. So I'm going to be out there helping him quite soon.
0: I'm quite sure she'll have him licked into shape in no time. That was Alison Armitage there from Divine Living Space. And incidentally, uh, she's running a 21-day challenge at the moment. So if you want to help create the space of your dreams, do check out her website, divinelivingspace.com, then forward slash 21 days. And there is a free challenge for you to take her up on. Otherwise, well, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And if there's something you'd like to get in contact with me for Freelance Bristol Mum, please do drop me a line, hello at freelancebristolmum.co.uk.